Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This morning on the third hour of today, guilty. Former high-powered attorney Alec Murdoch convicted of killing his wife and son. If you break the law, if you murder, then justice will be done in South Carolina. After six weeks of testimony, jurors needing less than three hours to reach a verdict were live at the courthouse with reaction. Then later, our Consumer Confidential, breaking down the month's best deals from appliances to clothes to cookies. What to buy and what to skip. And the studio can't hold him. Four-time Grammy winner Macklemore, here live celebrating his new album, Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Ah, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. Craig, Chanel, Dylan made her way out to Arizona. We'll check in with her a little bit later uh, for a really great cause. Let us take a breath and say it is Friday. It has been a very busy week, and it's shaping to be a very busy day as well. Let's begin, in fact, in South Carolina, where the jury wasted little time returning a verdict in the high-profile murder trial of Alec Murdoch. So the disbarred attorney guilty on all four counts against him, including two counts of murder in the shootings of his wife, Margaret, and son, Paul. The deliberations lasted again less than three hours. NBC's Katie Beck has been covering the trial for us. She's joining us from outside the courthouse there in South Carolina. Good morning to you, Katie. Good morning, guys. This was a swift and decisive verdict coming in in under three hours time, which is really incredible because this jury has been here for a month, has heard from more than 75 witnesses on the stand and reviewed more than 800 pieces of evidence. Now Murdoch heads into sentencing, facing the possibility of a life behind bars. In South Carolina, a major fall from grace for a member of a prominent legal family. Guilty. Alec Murdoch found guilty on all counts for the murders of his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul, on the family's sprawling hunting estate back in 2021. The prosecution, which has argued Murdoch's motive was to distract from alleged financial crimes and other accusations swirling around his family, speaking just after the verdict. It doesn't matter what you think how prominent you are, if you do wrong, if you break the law, if you murder, then justice will be done in South Carolina. The jury coming to its decision just hours after hearing closing arguments by the defense, who suggested there were missteps in the investigation and what they call circumstantial evidence surrounding a man who they portrayed as a loving husband and father struggling with addiction. I respectfully request that you do not compound a family tragedy with another. Perhaps the most vital piece of evidence in the state's case? This video at the family's kennel from Paul's phone, where Alec's voice is heard in the background along with Maggie and Paul just minutes before the murders. Murdoch had repeatedly told investigators he wasn't there that night, later admitting it was him when he took the stand. I did lie to them. Prosecutors pointing to that lie as part of a troubling pattern for Murdoch who they say was willing to lie, cheat, steal, and even kill his family to maintain his wealthy lifestyle. I think he loved me. I think he loved Paul. 
But you know who he loved more than that? He loved Alex. And he exercised his greatest power of choice to make sure that life continued. In the end, the jury concluded the state proved its case beyond a reasonable doubt. Murdoch staring blankly as the court clerk read the guilty verdict, later mouthing it's okay to his surviving son, Buster. The judge denying a request by the defense for a mistrial and thanking the jury for their service. But certainly the verdict that you've reached is supported by the evidence, circumstantial evidence, direct evidence, all of the evidence pointed to only one conclusion. That's the conclusion that you all reached. Outside the courthouse, South Carolina's attorney general calling it a good day for his state and saying the evidence spoke on behalf of Maggie and Paul. We can't bring them back, but we can bring them justice. Alec, is there anything you want to After a dramatic day in court, Murdoch led out into a van in handcuffs to continue his life behind bars. The judge will have the ultimate say on that sentence. We expect to hear his thoughts on the case this morning, which we have not heard in full yet. We also hear that there could be some prosecution witnesses taking the stand as well. That hearing is set to start just about 30 minutes from now at 930 Eastern time. Guys. All right, Katie Beck, thank you. Now we want to bring in NBC News senior legal correspondent, Laura Jarrett. Laura, good to have you back. Great to see you guys. So, I mean, the jury took roughly three hours. I mean, these these. these Men and women didn't even ask for dinner. They, mm. they made quick quick work of their uh, decision. Were you surprised at the speed with which they arrived at the guilty verdict? I was stunned. I, I mean, we had all talked about how long we thought this was going to take and what we thought the ultimate outcome would be. Given how much information they had thrown at them mm-hmm. and the vigorous defense that we heard over the course of six weeks, I thought they would have taken a lot longer. I think clearly they had their minds, minds made up. Doesn't mean that they didn't deliberate sure. and do their job, but they clearly knew where this was going pretty quickly. Mm. Earlier, I asked the Attorney General Alan Wilson um, about the single most significant yeah. piece of evidence, and he said it was Alec Murdoch himself. He thought that the testimony, uh, the defendant testifying on his behalf, he thought that hurt them. I was surprised to hear him say that because mm. it wasn't as if they had some major gotcha moment on the yeah. on the stand. It wasn't as if they got him to admit anything. He did, however, admit that he lied about the most critical piece of evidence in the entire case, and it think, I would think that that would have been sort of the the thrust of it for the jury that was probably most compelling for them. And there was no reason for him to lie about it. So now we're waiting for the court to reconvene, which is expected to happen at 930 Eastern yeah. time for Alec Murdoch's sentencing. What is he looking at here now? He's looking it up to life in prison. Now, the judge doesn't have to do that. He's going to look at a number of different factors. Expect to hear the defense to say, judge, this is a person who doesn't have a criminal history. Uh, but it's not clear that the judge will buy any of that, that he has not expressed any remorse. He, we may, in fact, hear from Alec Murdoch today. It'll be interesting to see exactly what he says. We're also going to hear likely from some of the family members of Maggie and Paul, the victims in this case. And then we'll finally hear from the judge and see his assessment of the evidence. So, Laura, I'm no attorney, obviously. But to me, it would seem no matter what you talk about, that video from Paul's phone places Alec Murdoch. After that, to me, it seems like that's done. Right done. I'm not sure that they have this verdict without that evidence. Yeah. Because mm. if you think about it, they don't have any um, direct evidence. They don't have a, a bloody murder weapon. They don't even have his clothes from the night in question. They don't have a confession. All they have is that video from the grave. We yeah. heard we heard the attorney general say, this is Paul speaking from the grave. Wow. Uh, essentially putting his father on tape at the scene of the crime. Mm. You know, it, it was fascinating to me 
that his attempt to explain that video uh, on the stand was essentially, I lied about the video because I was on drugs, which sometimes made me paranoid. And I, I, I that's why I've been lying about the video all the time. But that's never really made any sense. If you look yeah. at the body camera video from right after yes. he calls 911, mm-hmm. he's not showing any outward symptoms of withdrawal. Now, maybe you could say, look, this is a person who's been using pills for a long time. Oh. Maybe he's built up some tolerance. But even once he calls 911, soon thereafter, he says, I wasn't down at the kennels. Why is he lying about that yeah. right Right at that very moment, at that moment, why is he lying about that? For all he knew, if he was actually, you know, just reaching them, he, they could have died five minutes ago. Yeah. Why is he lying about something that happened two hours ago? Oh, that's it, a good it point. It never I made any sense. That. And the video, by the way, that we that we're talking about, that video didn't even surface until months yes, after. Late in the game. The initial, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. after the murders. Yeah. So, is there any way he could appeal? He can try. Conviction? He can try, and it may be one of the reasons you don't see him express any remorse and say, "Oh, of course, actually, uh, now I'm going to come clean yeah. in a way okay. if he's trying to preserve." his rights on appeal. They're going to try to make a bunch of evidentiary objections, but we all saw this judge very carefully go through the evidence. Every time the defense objected and wanted to keep something out, we saw the judge go through it in detail. He didn't make any rash decisions here. It's going to be hard to get this over. That judge ran a tight Mm -hmm. ship, by the way. He did. He really did, and he had a hard job. Thank you. Thank you. They've got a long day. Jared, our senior legal analyst. All right. Well, coming up, we're going to take a turn to our Consumer Confidential. We've got Vicki Wynn on deck, rounding up the best deals of the month, what to jump on now what big ticket items you should wait to buy. Then later, we got Dylan sharing the story of a talented musician and cancer survivor, the warning signs, and the message he wants everyone to know as the third hour of today continues. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. We are back with this morning's Consumer Confidential. And if you are deal hunting, folks, there's some great sales this month. Here to tell us about what we should be buying and what we should not be buying right now, senior investigative and consumer correspondent, Vicki Wynn. So, Vic, I mean, March is interesting because mm-hmm. it's not like you have a, a Memorial Day or another major holiday mm-hmm. like Black Friday. Right. But you maintain, for whatever reason, it's the end of winter, so that means lots of deals. First, the caveat is don't buy anything you don't need. I always okay. feel like I need to add that disclaimer before yes. any of these That's what to fair. buy this yeah. month, right? Yeah. But let's start with winter clothing. I always tell you to buy a 
at the end of the season for next year because savings are going to be happening. So that expensive puffer coat, the sweaters, the boots, the parka, look for those deals at Uniqlo, Macy's, Target, check the clearance racks. Skiing and snowboarding gear. This is the time to get it. Mm. Outdoor Master, REI, Dicks. Deal News says those things will be 50 to 60% off. Now, Cleaning supplies. This spring cleaning odd. is a real it thing. No, it makes sense because Why? retailers want to capitalize on our spring, spring cleaning oh. mode. We want to organize, check out container store. The other thing, vacuums. Those are expensive. So this yeah. time of year, the handhelds, the sticks, check out Roomba, Dyson, the uh, major electronic stores. Mm-hmm. That's where you might find savings. And finally, Craig is always accusing me of making up words. Uh, you do. I don't. I just Bopus. popularize them. Bopus. Buy online, online, pick pick up up in store. store. Yes, my soulmate Al. (laughs) So the new one is, Retail Me Not is launching Spring Savecation. Savecation. Meaning you've got this spring getaway, you have spring break. They are, they're partnering up with all kinds of car rental hotels. So from March 10th to March 14th, check out Retail Me Not and see if you might save on your next vacation. Savecation. I like this. All right. So they say some, there's some purchases we consider it now, but make them in April. Right. Well, here, tax software season, tax season's coming up. April 18th is tax day. So now start thinking, if you're filing your own, do you want TurboTax, Tax Slayer, H&R Block? Some of these actually have in-person offices to help you as well. Mm -hmm. Just know that it starts around $55. Read the fine print, though, because sometimes when you file the state taxes, suddenly another fee and another fee. So it's not that opening offer. You can go directly to their websites, but you can also go to Best Buy and Staples to learn more about these softwares. And what's IRS? free. This is so important. If your adjusted annual income is less than $73,000, you can file for free with the federal government. It's Mm. irs.gov. They're free filing software, especially if you're expecting a refund. Don't wait. Start that that online paperwork right now. Let's go back to that graphic because I just saw Cash App. Uh, You can cash app your taxes or no? Cash App has partnerships with some of these tax companies so that if you get a refund, it's coming right back to you through the app. You don't have to wait for the paper check. Okay, the thing we didn't want to wait for, Girl Scout cookies. Yes, Girl (laughs) Scout cookies. Tis the season. Girl Scout cookie season only runs through April, so now is the time to stock up. I notice here on the East Coast, not as many booths, not as many tables with the girls in front of you know, grocery stores. It's just cold. But you can go online now and check it out. This is the new flavor they're launching. This is online only, though. It's called the Adventureful. I know you like the Thin Mints. What flavor do you like? I like Samosas. Samosas? I mean, Samoas. I don't think we have Samosas. We call them, well, here's the we truth. had a debate in the studio. No, here's the yeah. truth. We call them caramel delights when I grew up. Really so interesting. Then now I'm on the East Coast and I'm like Samoa, Samosas. But you, you were a bluebird. So did you, I mean, as a bluebird, did you sell you know cookies? What? They sold muffins. You know what? Craig, always clowning. You know what? Please, Please all Craig the bluebirds unite and tweet Craig Melvin. Which there you go. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of bluebirds. Oh, no. Look what happened to these. bluebird site and just... Oh, Bluebirds okay. unite. So, anyway, okay. Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies. I am now. How's the adventureful? All right, so this is yummy. Okay, let me try. Yeah, sure. what's in it? With salted caramel, oh, but you can only get them online, and there may be a supply so chain issue, so don't hoard oh, wow. them. One or two boxes for your family. Okay, and the thing is, you can freeze them. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So. You can vacuum seal them and freeze them out. There you go. Last but not least, let's talk about what you should hold off on buying or buy later, or maybe later in the season. Okay, so we talked about Memorial Day. That's coming yes. up May 27th through the 29th. The big ticket items, those major appliances, that's the weekend to buy those things. The fridge, the washer and dryer, that fancy coffee maker. Mm-hmm. Same goes for your outdoor furniture, that hammock or that lounger oh. set you've been eyeing. Wait for Memorial Day. That's when you'll see okay. bigger sales. 
April showers bring May flowers. Mm-hmm. So wait till next month for the gardening items, the tools, the soil. Right. And then finally, if you missed out in January, didn't sign up for the gym membership, Right around April, weather starts warming up. People right. are thinking swimsuit body. Mm-hmm. That's when you're going to see gym memberships right. starting. And that's great. Again. So that gives you a little more time to save on not going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like the video I saw this morning about people getting back. It was a little dog, and he was just doing one foot on the Oh, that's good. <laughs> just getting ready. Easing back into the routine. Uh, Vic, thank you. Yep. And then we got free cookies. Yay. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go out to chilly Tucson, Arizona, and check in with our friend Dylan Dreyer. What's up? Oh, the sun's up now. Sun's up, but she's in the shade. The sun has come out, but it is still chilly here. We are going to tell you more about this big event that's about to tee off and the added benefit of raising awareness. And I also can't wait to introduce you to a remarkable young musician who has a very important message for everyone watching this morning. We'll be right back. March is colorectal cancer awareness month and it's why we're all wearing blue today and it's so important to talk about because it is the second deadliest cancer in the U.S. Yeah, and, and colon cancer, it's directly impacted my family. I'm currently also on the, the board of the Colorectal Cancer Alliance, uh, our sponsor for this morning's segment. In fact, this weekend, the Cologuard Classic Golf Tournament is taking place out in Tucson, Arizona, and that's where our pal Dylan is this morning, hey! all bundled up. Good morning, Dylan. What's up, dude? <laughs> Bundled up. Yes, that's for sure. And uh, good morning, guys. Craig, I just want to say we are all so grateful um, for you for the awareness that you have given to this disease. It really has made a huge difference. You know, 150,000 people are expected to be diagnosed with colorectal cancer this year alone. But the good news is that number is going down. Why is it going down? Simply because more people are getting screened. That is the power of awareness. And I want to bring in uh, Michael Sapienza. He's the CEO of the Colorectal Cancer Alliance. Michael, thank you so much for inviting us to this huge event. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Craig. It is. It really is so important simply to bring awareness so more people know what's going on. And, you know, unfortunately for you, you, you lost your mother to colorectal cancer in 2009. Yes. You turned your grief into advocacy and education about this disease. So with everyone watching this morning, What is that one message you want to get across that everyone really grasps this morning? Absolutely. That colorectal cancer is the preventable cancer. It's 100%, almost 100% preventable, right? Mm. So whether it is a colonoscopy, whether it is Cologuard, whether it is fit, fit test, make sure that you are getting screened. You know, if my mom had gotten screened, when she was supposed to at 45 now, mm-hmm. or if you have a family history at age 40 or 10 years prior to your first degree relative, she would be here mm. today, and is, period. Is this across the board? Everyone, every single person, man, woman, no matter what your race, you should be getting tested. Yes, absolutely. That is the most important thing because oftentimes when, you know, you find, have symptoms, mm-hmm. it's too late. So again, okay. you know, we have a quiz, quiz.getscreen.org, screening, is the most important thing. Well, Michael, thank you so much for that. And that's also the message of James Casey. He's a remarkable young musician. And simply his message is get tested. And the earlier you get tested, the sooner you can detect this disease. That's his message. Jazz singer and saxophone player James Casey is living his dream. At 40, the accomplished musician is laser-focused on his career, branching out into funk, hip-hop, and R&B, and performing around the world with some of music's biggest names. From Anderson Pack to the Jonas Brothers, I've been able to play with the Grateful Dead, Shaka Khan. I've had an amazing career at my age, and I'm just really blessed to be able to do this. But it was during this gig at Red Rocks in Denver two years ago that Casey's life changed dramatically. I went from 
touring around the world to being in the hospital <laughs> with emergency surgery, almost dying and being told of a different outcome for my life. For months, the discomfort he had been feeling on the right side of his abdomen gradually turned into excruciating pain. I went to the ER thinking that, unfortunately, I might have appendicitis. But the diagnosis was far more serious. Stage 3 colon cancer. My stomach was distended so badly, I had to get emergency surgery because the tumor had blocked my entire colon. Doctors successfully removed the large tumor, and Casey underwent debilitating rounds of chemotherapy to treat the cancer that had reached his lymph nodes. But once the chemo began, the cancer had metastasized, and now it's at stage four. According to the CDC, colorectal cancer is the fourth most common cancer in men and women, and the fourth leading cause of cancer-related deaths in the United States. For African-Americans, the statistics are far worse. Black adults are 20 percent more likely to get colorectal cancer and 40 percent more likely to die from it than any other groups. I had no idea about colon cancer at all. I didn't know anything about it. And watching what happened with Chadwick Boseman, I mean, it... (laughs) It hit everybody. The death of 43-year-old Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman, who died from colon cancer in 2020, was a wake-up call for many Americans. Two years after being diagnosed, Casey continues to work on his music and is able to tour while undergoing treatment. He's partnered with our sponsor, Colorectal Cancer Alliance, to raise awareness of the importance of getting tested for this deadly disease. The thing about colon cancer is... It is preventable. It is 100% preventable if you catch it early enough. It's no coincidence that Casey released his first solo album this month, and the lyrics of the single, New Bloom, is a message of hope for those surviving colon cancer. That is the mantra that I've had going through this cancer journey. I hope that it speaks to the people, because it spoke to me. Get tested, get tested, get tested. The U.S. Preventive Task Force has actually lowered the recommended age to get tested from 50 now to 45. And of course, if there are risk factors in your family with a lot of folks actually being diagnosed now under the age of 50, uh, if you do have those risk factors, you want to get tested even earlier than that. So it's a a simple but very, very important message. And James certainly was an inspiration and a reminder to do just that. Hey, hey, who are those folks behind you in, in the stands waving those things? They've been out there for a few hours. You're the best. Dylan, you're the best. Thanks for making a little chilly. We got to get them some coffee. (laughs) Thanks for making the trip. Thanks for that story. Nice job. We'll see you next week. So good. All right, coming up, we're going to switch gears in Superfood Friday. Joy Bauer is going to show us how to skip takeout and make our own sushi dinner at home. And then later. Look who's over your shoulder. Oh, yes. Superstar Macklemore, Studio 1A, out with a brand new album today, and he's here to tell us all about it. We'll be right back. We are back with Superfood Friday, and if you're craving sushi, we are going to show you how to make it at home. Today, nutrition and health expert Joy Bauer joins us to share her recipe. Joy, good morning. Hey, Joy. Hey, Joy. Good morning. And by the way, thanks for all the great information that you guys have been providing during this hour. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Joy. Absolutely. What do you have for us yeah. this morning? Okay, so this recipe is super fun and it's a wonderfully easy way to bring the flavors of sushi into your home. Mm-hmm. And it's 
packed with layers of nutrition, and I'm calling it my baked salmon sushi cups. Okay. And it starts with, of course, Ooh. look how cute those are. Yeah. <laughs> And wait until you see how easy it is to make them. So it starts with salmon, um, and many health experts will say one of the healthiest foods on the planet. And what I've done here is I've taken one pound of salmon, and I cut it into, I want to show you these pieces, little cubes. Oh. And you can either ask your fishmonger to do it or your butcher, or if you're going to do it at home, a, a little pro tip is to chill it in the refrigerator first, mm -hmm. and it makes it much to easier cut. to slice. Yep. Okay. I love salmon because it's packed with protein, vitamins, D, which helps strengthen our bones, but also those omega-3 fats, which mm -hmm. help to ease inflammation, and it drives down triglycerides. So to marinate it, so simple, some teriyaki sauce, okay. and just this is just a half a teaspoon of ginger powder and garlic. Okay. And you just mix this up, right. and if you have the luxury of a little bit of time, I would say pop it in the fridge for 30 minutes to up until two hours. And if you don't, that's okay too. Okay. So I'm going to set this aside right over here. Okay. And we're going to start with our rice. So when it comes to the rice, you know, normally in uh, the sushi restaurant, it will be white rice, but we're going to take it up a notch in the nutrition department. And I have here a cup of either brown rice or quinoa. Quinoa has even more protein and more fiber. To give it a little bit of that delicious restaurant flavor, I'm adding in, that's just rice vinegar, one teaspoon. Mm -hmm. And I mix it up. And now some of the fun begins. So you guys have seen these before, right? Sure, these yeah. are nori sheets. Seaweed. Exactly. So it's dried up and roasted seaweed, which we call sea vegetables. And all you're going to do, I have three together here, mm -hmm. three sheets in a row. And I want to create 12 squares. So I'm just cutting these. So I have 12 perfect squares. It's like edible construction paper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I could love seeing snacks. You put um, a tablespoon of your cooked flavored rice mm -hmm. or quinoa right in the center. Yep. And what I'm going to show you here is I have a baking sheet. Oh, okay. And then oh. you put them right inside. And you may be tempted to put in the little squares of nori first and then put the rice on top. But I'm going to tell you to do it out of the baking sheet because it will the rice will soften it up a little bit mm -hmm. and it makes those nori oh. squares more pliable yeah, so they brittle. fit in perfectly. Did you, exactly. oil the, did you oil the tin before... So it's interesting that you asked me that, Al. I did originally, but then I tested it without oiling it, and it's much better without it has because a the bottom oil in of the paper too. So, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes, and the bottom of the paper stays a little bit crispier when you don't oil, yeah. and it doesn't stick. So now I have my salmon, yeah. and you take your salmon and you're going to layer it on top of your. Uh, rice layer. Mm -hmm. Then this goes in the oven, set at 400 for just 10 minutes. And I'll show you what it comes out like. That's it. They're perfect right over here. And you know what has to go on it, though. It's a little spicy, spicy mayo. And you can make mayo. that while, you, while those are baking. Yes. And all it is, we have a little bit of light mayo. I have my sriracha sauce. Okay. I have a dash of sesame oil. Mm. And I like to squeeze some fresh lime right on top. Mm -hmm. You mix this up. I yep. have one already mixed over here because I want to show you how I gussy up my... See that? Oh, Look how nice that. and creamy nice. it comes out. Okay, so let me take out my... We've got a little bit of spicy mayo on top. Ooh. And now I'm going to put some 
sesame, uh, black sesame seeds, and I have some scallions. And guys, you have a perfect little sesame cup. Look at that. Look amazing. That's Yeah, I want to try that. It'd be a great appetizer at a party. good. And yeah. guys, I'm coming to you next week because oh, I great. am back in the studio. Oh, Yay. great. All righty. Good. <laughs> yeah. Bring some of those. Yum. Yep, this is awesome. <laughs> There's not going to be any left. <laughs> but I'll, I'm going to bring other stuff. Okay, okay. fine. Joy, thank, thank you, Joy. you so much. It looks really good. And Have creative. a good weekend, Joy. Bye-bye, guys. Uh, for this recipe, just head to today.com slash food. When we come back, the man of the hour, four-time Grammy winner, Macklemore here to catch up, talk about his new music, his family. Third hour of today, right back after this. Hey, Chris. <laughs> if you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around the country. It is the twists, the turns, the With the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. You'll get fresh insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the the know and up to date. So tell us what he said. Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. The City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. We are so excited to be catching up with one of the most successful rappers of the last decade, Lacamoire, along with his music partner, Ryan Lewis. First took the world by storm with their 2012 hit, The Heist. <laughs> that, that record spawned mega hits Thrift Shop and Can't Hold Us, earn the, earning the duo four Grammy Awards. They became one of only 20 acts ever to have two Diamond Certified singles. And folks, today, Macklemore out with his fifth album, this one's a more personal work. It's titled Ben. Uh, he's here to, to catch up. He's back in Studio 1A. Congrats on the new music. Yes. Here to go. Congrats. Thank you. Good morning. Most of the world knows you, of course, as Macklemore, but the title of this is Ben, so it makes it self-titled. Yeah. So, I mean, as you know, someone who's enjoyed as much success as you have at this point in your career, why put out something like this? Mm. Why, why, why give us Ben now? I think the process of making art is to get back to the origin of why we started in the first place. Mm. I've been in this in this game for a long time and there's the music and there's the music business and I wanted to get back to the music why I started, get back to the heart, peel away the layers, shine light on the creative process for myself so I can be I can be the best version of me. Yeah. And I think that that's what this process is all about, the creative it's getting right. back to the origin. Yeah, and, and talking about that, you, you've been extremely candid about your struggles with addiction, yeah. relapse. You were writing this when that happened. So how did that change or how did it inform what you were writing and put into this album? I think that life happens and the best thing to do when you feel that darkness or when you go to that place is to create, mm. is to put it back into the paper 
channel it. Because in those moments of darkness as an artist, we have the potential to write something that someone else later on in life might be going through that same thing that they can resonate with and relate to. And I think that that's been the power of sharing my story about the disease of addiction is we can lessen the stigma yes. one by one yes. if we share our right. stories mm -hmm. truthfully, honestly, and have a conversation. I think you're right. And then on the other end of the spectrum, your recovery experience, does that influence your creation at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's how I connect to God. That is my that is my spiritual pathway to something bigger than me. And um, it's how I stay alive. Absolutely. One day at a time. Yeah. So the darkness and the light fuel your creativity equally. Absolutely. You have to. I love that. I do too. I, I, I want to bring up this video, this clip that went viral last week of, of your seven-year-old daughter. We yeah. showed it. Um, we showed it here on the show. Oh, you did. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we yeah. Did. So, um, so you're asking her. To direct your new your new music video. Yes. I love it. First of yes. all, where, where did the idea come from? How was that born? I, we were sitting there, and she had just produced. I, I have a golf clothing company called Bogey Boys, and I let her produce a shoot. And she killed it. She was styling. She was pulling things together. She was yeah. really adamant with her opinion. She's like, Dad, that outfit is trash. That's no, <laughs> not it. But you know what was great about the, the what's great about the video is that it does have the joy yeah. of a seven year. It, it's it's kind of childlike, but not in a in a talking down sort of way. Right. There's just a pure joy That's about cool. it. I feel like you can whether you know Sloan or not, you can see it and like viscerally feel the seven and a half year old energy I love that. that was present during the making of this video. How'd she do? How'd the video, how'd it turn out? She killed it. Oh, she it's, did great. it's terrific. It's, it, you know, the video to me is a, a balance of us. It's a making of the video yeah. and a music video at the same time. And that's what we wanted to do is show um, what it's like to give a kid some autonomy. Yeah. Give him a camera. And let him create. Do. Because this is the thing. I was, you know, I'm scared. I'm like, I'm a dad, social media, mm -hmm. all yeah. these things. That's separate from the actual process of just making art. Why don't we give our kids cameras? Why don't we t teach them how to edit? Why don't we teach them how to make content? They're going to be there anyway. Yeah. It's the it's the negative side of it. It's the comparison that hurts. All right. You're so right. The video's out this morning. Third hour today. Right back after this. <laughs> Next week here on the third hour of today, Emmy, Grammy, and Tony winner, Billy Porter. Live. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Emmy winning actress and comedian Wanda Sykes. Have a great weekend, and we hope to see you back here on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.